Welcome in, friendos. Leading off starts right now. I am your host, Chris Welsh. Of course, it's always been me. And look at that. With power and all, lights on, camera action, it's Bubba in the house. Bubba, we missed you earlier this week. I missed being here. I felt uh, I felt bad, uh, but I had no control over the situation. I was pretty, pretty bummed about it, but uh, we're back. I get to join you guys on a Thursday this week and uh, have some fun chatting up with my friend, the Welsh. We had the stinky old Bogman on the uh, yeah. show. I know. He, things. My brother from another mother, you know, if he's kept his head shaved, we'd be good to go. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, he should do, I'd like him to do uh, just do the a little, little yeah. yeah. That'd yeah, be adorable on him. That'd be yeah, really funny. It'd be adorable. That's definitely <laughs> a look at it. Uh, we all we got all the happenings around baseball for you today, and of course, number one is Julio is the best, the best. But I love Julio Rodriguez. Uh, so do you. We all do. And friends, he just continues to go. And what else? What else can be said about Julio Rodriguez? Blasted a leadoff homer, swiped a base on Wednesday as the Mariners won six to one. Now twenty six homers. 25 stolen bases, and we've got some fun notes here. Here were some fun facts from Sarah Langs. Two, Julio Rodriguez is the first player in MLB history with 25 homers and 25 stolen bases in his first MLB season. The other two rookies uh, to do it had debuted the year prior, and 25 homers, 25 stolen bases in a rookie season going to that was Mike Trout in 2012 and Chris Young with the Arizona Diamondbacks in 2007. Julio is the best. Bubba, we love Julio. How much do we love Julio? A ton, a ton, and it's fun. I did an early draft a few weeks ago for 2023, and he went, I believe it was fifth overall, fourth overall. He won draft? Yeah, it, it, well, it's a draft champions league for 2023 on NFBC. And we did the first seven rounds, and I wanted him very badly. I think I had the sixth pick, and he went right before me. Mm-hmm. I think he's legit as it comes, like legit 30 30 type guy. Um, he's amazing. He's, it's going to be fun because I could even, if he keeps doing this, there's going to be conversation of like a top one or two pick by certain leagues. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned my, as far as my dynasty ranks go, I moved him to number one overall. And that's the last thing I've got to do is actually sort all of my, redraft players on like an overall list and julio is that is in that consideration for sure but he continues to just go nuts i think he he has an interesting thing too where he's like i don't consider myself a rookie and it's like well you know you can't even rent a car and you're the best player on the planet right now you barely you barely are able to stay out past midnight and drink but you are a kid uh you are a rookie but you are maybe one of the best players in baseball and sometimes those things just coincide with each other so mariners win games julio rodriguez continues to go and it's really been a great spot for uh, any betting stuff too because hitting you know at the top of the lineup just more opportunities for um uh, for at bats so there you go gunner henderson triple doubled and knocked in four as the orioles bested the nationals six to two on wednesday the the locks were flowing and uh, he continues to ball out as with the rookies you know corbin carroll i don't see this on this list corbin carroll hit his third homer yep. which was a um it, he he has this knack, by the way, not to turn this into Corbin Carroll. He has this knack when he hits the ball, you just don't notice how far it's going to go. It kind of looks like this innocuous pop-up, and it's not. And Gunner and Corbin just kind of going blow for blow right now. Probably the two leading candidates for Rookie of the Year for next season. Mm-hmm. But uh, Gunner with a big game and Cor- uh, Corbin Carroll with a big game as well. Yeah, both monster games. Uh, Gunner, he's been a staple in my DFS lineups lately because he's been super cheap. So I've been, I've been rolling that, and he just continues to produce. And eventually they're going to move him up in that order, you'd imagine, at some point this season. 
Uh, but Carroll's been great. And even seeing the replay, it's almost like he didn't even think it was going to go out uh, last night because he was kind of running and he just kind of slowed down. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, now I can trot. So both these guys are getting comfortable and uh, they're starting to produce. And it's, it's a thing of beauty watching all these young players we, every week. It seems like we get a new batch and it, it's, been, it's been pretty cool. Carol Barrels, baby. Uh, Carol, so far uh, with three homers, no stolen bases, which is actually the biggest shock to me of all of those because he, but Lavello is such a monster about running and stealing, unless it's Jake McCarthy, where McCarthy can go Runs wild. and he can steal home. And by the way, be safe, but be called out in the Diamondbacks win. That happened last night. McCarthy just has the green light to do whatever the hell he wants. I don't know if they're giving that to Carol because he's not stealing any bases, but three homers. 273 batting average so far, um, 12 hits in this short set, only 43 at bats, but he's already got nine RBI. Gunner hitting 320, only one homer, but he's got one stolen base, 16 hits, nine RBI, four of which came last night. Both have been uh, very, very good pushes for you guys uh, into the year. So into your playoff runs, which is very, very nice. Uh, I'll remind everybody, if you guys got any fantasy questions at the end, I will uh, I will kind of star them as we go, and we'll see if we can answer a few uh, of these questions, whatever it is, for uh, the rest of the season. So just put them in the chat for the Peanuts and the Cracker Jacks, and we will try to get to it at the end of the episode if you have any. Luis Castillo, nine strikeouts over six scoreless frames on Wednesday, defeating the Padres, earning his sixth victory of the year. And that's another one of those guys. I actually think... Castillo and Gallon to me are like one A one B of will be my most targeted mid range pitchers next year. Yeah, they're going to be fun because you know everyone likes to talk about taking pitchers early, get your aces early. If you're not in that camp, you could legit start with a Castillo or a Gallon and be cool with that. Hopefully, in round three, I don't know Castillo. I could see creeping up in uh, deeper leagues in round two, so it'll be fun. But he's been a beast. Got out of Great American Small Park. He's doing. What we thought he would do walks her down, which is huge. But he's just, you know, taking advantage of a real defense behind him, and he's striking guys out, and he's awesome. He's everything we all thought he would be on a real team now. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I, I just like this. The I just like James's take on uh, McCarthy. Just bro, he was safe. He was safe, and he's an interesting article too. Not to make it back about McCarthy, but just tabling back here uh arizona az central article out here talking about how he's making it a tough situation for the diamondbacks and what they're going to have to do with how they put it all together next season but there's no doubt he's going to be in there and by the way a dead ringer for uh lip gallagher if you ever watch shameless he looks exactly shameless. like Amazing. him yeah that's yeah. interesting that's a good comp now that i noticed that because i believe uh it was after the walk-off you guys had last night you as in arizona um, I believe Jake jumped over the railing and had the, lo the locks kind of going out there. I believe it was Jake, and uh, it was it was a good oh. look, very good yeah. look. It, it's, it, go watch Shameless, and you're yeah. gonna like, oh, McCarthy's in it. It's crazy. Just watch Shameless because it's a great show. You're gonna That's really great. enjoy it. The last season, actually, I'm I'm behind. I haven't watched the last season, which I'm a little bummed about. It's not bad. Oh, is it not great? It's it's well, it's never gonna be as good as when the whole cast is there. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's once, still, yeah. Uh, what's her name left the show? Yeah. I watched that good, season, though. but yeah, it's all right. Yeah. All right. Uh, the last of the big headlines: Rays are activating Shane McClanahan from the 15-day IL, and uh, he's already back. His money and price is already back up there, Bubba. Yeah. No, people are all all aboard the Shane O'Mac train, as you'd expect, and they were kind of playing downplaying the injury. Looks like he's okay. If he's good to go, then yeah, rock and roll, and Shane O'Mac could be getting you some uh, awards coming into the, the season. I remember back in the day watching him cry on his uh, pitching coach's shoulder and how terrified it was like, oh, God, are we going to lose him? Are we going to lose him? We didn't, thankfully. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the injury front, Luis Roberts still not in the White Sox lineup uh, as of Thursday against the Guardians. He's just 
perpetually do, never do the back. white Sox realize they have an injured list is that like something that they just don't believe in or is it only because tim anderson's on it we can't have other people I'm, I'm really confused yeah you know uh, with like you know with the biggest nightmare of playing in september and this and it's kind of dead now of course but like the biggest nightmare of playing your fantasy baseball in december was when it went to 40-man rosters oh, yeah no one would ever go on the il anymore because yep. of the rosters they would never do it and you were but now it's not they added like three roster spots yep. put them on the il go ahead yeah it makes no hurt. sense yeah i don't know i don't know it's not gonna hurt them man maybe there's like some contractual thing or something like that i'm not 100 percent sure who the hell knows at this yeah. point? Um, Seiya Suzuki heading for x-rays on his left-hand wrist after being hit by a pitch during Wednesday's game against the Mets. You know, he was having an average uh, pickup, but, you know, someone you could probably easily move through. Also, x-rays on an injured hand of Reese Hoskins came back negative, uh, which is great. But, you know, the hand injuries in general just make me worried. And you might only have a week or so left. And, you know, if you're kind of slowly recovering from it, it might be a zap of power. So if you play in a league, you know, you could throw Hoskins maybe on the bench. Just monitor it, I suppose, but I would be a little bit worried about it. And Luisa Rise was pulled from Wednesday's contest against the Royals due to left hamstring tightness. Would you be willing to pull the plug on a Reese Hoskins right now with only like a week and a half or two to go? With it? Even if like he's like, hey, it's negative, he's going to rest a day and come back, would you be willing to pull the plug if there's something out there? Not yet, but it's one of those where I don't really have daily leagues. If you have daily leagues, it's a lot more tricky. But like my moves come on Sunday, so I want to see some news in the next couple of days. But if he's not playing for the next few days and it's still kind of a day to day thing, possibly it, it definitely would depend on what's out there. I'm not just doing it for no, any willy nilly move, but if it's something that could help me in the last couple of weeks, yes, because it is that time of the year you just start cutting ties. I, I made a joke on a recent uh, episode of my show that um, you almost need to just like cover up names and just look at what stats are best for what your team needs are right now. Yeah. And that's all that matters anymore. So if that's the case, fine. But Reese has been awesome this year. So it's tough to do. Yeah. Pitchers sometimes make it a little bit tough. If you have like a good pitcher that might miss a start, but then it's like in the championship week, you okay. get that one big start can make a difference. But it really is that case with hitters and chasing categories and stuff like that. If you're, if you have a great power team already and he's hurt and there's something yeah, out you there, can I mean, move the on for sure. Yeah, but the big question always, uh, these blanket statements come out that, hey, you can move on. But it's dependent on what is out there. But just yes. letting you know, that's one of them. But I do like your idea of uh, covering up the names. Let's talk about some stat heroes. JT Realmuto, two for four with two homers yesterday. Rodolfo Castro had a homer with four RBIs. Julio, combo meal, homer, stolen base, two runs with an RBI. Gunnar Henderson, as we mentioned, had the four RBI. Mickey Moniak Love it. with a homer and two RBI. Let's talk about Moniak in a second. Oscar Gonzalez, three for four with a homer. Jonah Heim had a home run. Riley Adams, uh, Mark Mathias, and Sergio Alcantara with the walk-off homer for the Diamondbacks. Let's talk about Moniak then for a minute. What do you got? I just love seeing it because it's the old, you know, top pick, kind of flailed out. The second he's been traded to Anaheim, he was playing great. Then he got hurt. I kind of He wasn't playing great. He was playing well. Got hurt and I was and I felt bad for him. Like he's getting ready to run, looks kind of more confident at the plate. Comes back already, gets the homer and the double yesterday. He's leading off for the Angels. They're going to give him a solid run the rest of the way here. I think it's good to see. And you know, the, the talent was there at one point in time. You've probably seen him in person potentially. And uh, it's just, I think this is a, a really sneaky thing to keep an eye on come next season. That if he's starting for that team, they need that that player out in the outfield that can do this and lead off. And that's a big, big boom for him. You know the. Um... There's an interesting trade uh, overall with those with a couple of those Philly guys going. At the end of the day, seeing Moniak and like um, Logan O'Hop, if people pay attention to him, Logan O'Hop has been on another 
just world as, since he's been traded from uh, the Phillies over to the Angels. He, yep. He's looking like their top prospect right now. And both of those guys kind of thriving with playing time. If anything, you know what? Marsh is kind of thriving as well. And It, and it, it, it worked out for everybody. Like Everyone got kind of a new look on life. And it, it's that's all it takes sometimes. Like It's just not working out in a certain place. So it's fine. Yeah. Ammoniac might be a guy you can ride out the rest of the year. The chat's kind of like going on, uh, talking about the kind of blinding yourself of the players' names with McCarthy. We see Oscar Gonzalez popping up. I think Moniac can kind of fall into the same trajectory 100%. of like, you know, these guys that you get out there that are going to kind of get regular playing time through the rest of this uh, season. And it's interesting seeing, you know, Moniac succeed and Adele still struggle. It really yeah. tells you a bigger story about like what Adele's future probably looks like, which really should be on another team. Like he would yeah, do. Yeah, I was say maybe he's he's the perfect example. Go go somewhere else. Like get yeah. get a new new lease on life. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Get get a hitting yeah. coach. Get somewhere yeah. where they're really gonna like work with them hard. Get LASIK eye surgery so you can find the strike zone. I don't know. Whatever the hell you got to do. Exactly. Play the wiffle ball games so the ball is easier. You know, something I always like to do in draft season, I always tell people, you want a great strategy for being able to adjust to 12-man leagues? Go draft some 16-mans. Do some 16-mans, and then you're going to have, like, just a better take on it. Maybe same thing with baseball. Go hit some wiffle balls or something, and maybe that'll help. I don't know. Yeah, it's very, very possible. Joe Dell might need to get into fantasy baseball here soon. If the, the yeah, I got, I got, I can always use a guest spot, so I'm available, Joe, if you need me. I'm sure he's dying. Uh, on the pitching side, Sonny Gray struck out eight over seven, only gave up three hits. Christian Javier struck out eight over six, two hits, no walks. Thank you very much. Luis Castillo struck out nine, like we mentioned, over six, walk one, giving up only four hits. Carlos Rodon continues his incredible year, five innings, eight strikeouts, walk one, give up two hits, and Ross Stripling, six and one-thirds with four strikeouts and a walk. I've actually struggled a little bit with what I'm doing with Rodon in um, – even redraft for next season, dynasty is kind of another question. Where do you think he lies? Do you think he lies in that Luis Castillo range? Or, you know, obviously statistically, I think even on Yahoo's algorithm, he's performed way over that. Do you think he belongs in that upper tier range or more in the Gallon and Castillo's? I think he belongs in the Gallon and Castillo. And in that range, I still won't have any of Rodon. Like, I love the guy. He's been amazing this year and last year, but I'm still just – I guess in the back of my brain, it's always those injuries, and I'm concerned. You have to see where he pitches next year. I don't see him coming back to SF unless they give him a big deal, which I don't think they'll do. It's not Farhan's strategy. So we'll see how that plays out. He's been outstanding, but right about now you're paying for his best, and that's something I don't, I don't like to do come draft season. Yeah, wonky here. Uh, that'll help increase baseball's popularity. To understand our fantasy game, go play wiffle ball first. Yeah, wonky. As you know, uh, baseball really, really curates great, great ways for everyone to understand fantasy baseball better and real baseball, you know, by like the money and manipulation and not caring about the players. And baseball does a really good job of its popularity across the board. So you know what? If anything, I think wiffle ball would help. You know, hey, you want to you want a great thing for the All Star Weekend? Do a wiffle ball tournament. I would Dude, rather that would be that amazing. Too. Wouldn't let's that be amazing? Play, let's go play cut ball. Remember those days? Cut yeah. ball. Yeah, yeah. Let's don't bring you, back the little league days. Don't you dismiss me, the wonky penguin? Don't you dismiss me? Wiffle ball actually might be better for baseball in general. Clearly, would be for Joe Adele. Yeah. So I'm, we're not going to have that argument. Uh, on the stat zeros, Giancarlo Stanton four Ks. He did have a hit. It was one for five with four strikeouts. Charlie Blackman, 0 for 4 with 4 strikeouts. And Manny Machado, 0 for 4 with 3. As well, Austin Riley, 0 for 4 with 3 strikeouts. Some big names there. On the pitching side, David Peterson didn't make it into the second out. Uh, One-third of an inning, gave up five earned runs, walked three. 
Mike Clevenger, six earned runs in five, gave up three homers. That's been a thing with him. J.P. Sears gave up five earned runs. And Drew Rasmussen, I'm glad I didn't do it. I almost got tempted to play a K-prop with him. He only went four, gave up four, struck out one. Yeah, so Drew Rasmussen's weird. Yeah, yeah, I liked him a lot last night too in tournaments as as a tournament play, and that did not go so well. Yeah, no, it didn't. Uh, I told you guys about this before, but just give you a reminder, we haven't done it in a couple of days. I know Austin Riley did go 0 for 4 with four strikeouts, but last year he was quite good, so much they made the World Series. And in the month of September, if you guys subscribe to the podcast, the Leading Off podcast, if you rate it and then you review it, you will become eligible to win an Austin Riley 2021 signed World Series baseball, which would be awesome for the collection. And you take it like a minute. You just got to hit subscribe, hit rate, put in a thing, put in a little thing, and you're done. And that's it. And you could potentially win in the month of September for uh, anybody that goes and does that. Goes and does that. So go and do it. Do it today. Over on the home run leaderboard, I would just like to point out we had Wonky Wednesday. And on the Wonky Wednesday, it was hit a homer with a lefty and you get double points. Bingo, bango. Yes. Nobody in the top 10 got their lefty or their righty or any of them because the top 10 did not change whatsoever. Not a single homer hit by any of them. And when I say hit, it is us digitally and virtually, you know, predicting people that will hit it. We don't actually. But I did with my Bryce Harper call. So thank you very much. Um, I doesn't put me remotely close to the leaderboard, so I shouldn't be bragging, but it was nice to have a little home run call, Bubba. You know how it goes, right? Oh, I feel you. It's it's so um, gratifying, even though it really doesn't mean anything. But yes, it's great. Yeah, it doesn't. All right, and it's time. Yes, we will do it. For Bet yes. MGM, we've got the blue. It's the blue diamond tiara because when we go to Bet MGM, we are royalty. We wear our crowns. Sometimes we just have tiaras. We don't discriminate, and BetMGM doesn't either. And if you use the promo code leading off, you will be eligible for a $1,000 risk-free first bet. All you got to do is go and sign up today. Use that promo code, and you can get in on those bad boys. You could start making bets, whether it's straight bets. You could go props. You could go uh, strike, whatever you want. You can go parlays, however you want to do it. Get a risk-free bet. Go and sign up today. Support uh, betting, uh, betting pros, fantasy pros with leading off, and, you know, Get yourself a tiara, which a uh, shout out to cousin Donnie for the tiaras. They look good. I didn't want to do the hair because I don't know if the hair is uh no, nah, hair's all right today. I got a hat on. That looks good. It's a good look, right, Bubba? It's outstanding. I, I love every this is my favorite segment every day. Yeah, I know. Everybody loves it. It's because I look mm-hmm. like uh, you know, look like fat Wonder Woman uh when I put it on <laughs> with a beard. That's my bad. You got some uh, cosplay right. going on over there. Yep, we cosplay over here. Uh we've got some props for you. So bettingpros.com, the prop cheat sheet. It is awesome. I love using it, and I especially even if it is just simply to kind of oh, I should put this back forward. Uh, if we are just trying to look for like what's being pushed out there, even if the algorithm is right or wrong, I always like it because it it highlights players for me to do more work and studying on. And we've got total bases and strikeouts. So the total base props for today, the number one prop of any of them of anything whatsoever, and the total base is Jose Ramirez. You only need one total base today. It's juiced up, minus 180, and this is over on DraftKings. But one total base, they are projecting over two. The plus money play, the number one plus money play over at BetMGM is Will Benson with the Guardians, where you need one. 
So that's it. They project him at one and a half. You only need one on the strikeout front. Dylan Bundy is the number one strikeout play at minus 160 for two and a half. So you need three strikeouts versus uh, Kansas City. He's projected at four. A little bit of a risk, but boy, is that a low number. And uh, what did I say it was? Minus 160 on DK. And Daniel Lynch is the number one plus money K prop. Uh, on the other side, four and a half strikeouts versus Minnesota, which they love to do, is the number. He is projected at 4.6. So it's a little dicey. Plus 110. Bubba, any of these that you dig that you would uh, want to put a bet on? Well, the J-Ram one's outstanding, a little juicy for sure. But uh, I kind of like the plus money on Daniel Lynch there. This, this Twins team's a, a scuffling just enough to make this interesting. So I like that plus money on Lynch, uh, but J-Ram's the guy. Yeah, and I think um, like the Guardians one already started too. I yes, gotta, it is I the gotta, first inning. <laughs> there's so much going on. I got to get better with that, of pulling that and pulling a different one. But that game did start going. Actually, Jose Ramirez, as we are speaking, At, yep, is the, up. Yep, I think it's illegal. over over half right here. I was about to say, I think it's illegal to do like um uh like play by play or anything like that, but I almost would love to have the game on and call like does it get a hit? And we would have we would have done it. Uh you could have got it if you guys would have jumped over to uh uh bettingpros.com, go to the MLB prop cheat sheet. You would have got in on that a little bit ago. But yes, good call, go cards. Um, right as we were going, he's literally hitting right now, and we'll see. He's got two balls, but we're not gonna go illegal here. Someone tell me if he gets it, because that'll be fun. I got it on live, I'll let you know. Okay, you do. Yeah, I don't I don't want it to screw up all my stuff. Uh over on the DFS side. I'm going to pick your brain here because I've only got a couple things. I picked up some prices from FanDuel. Shane McClanahan on his return is 10-8 tonight. Lance McCullers on a pretty good matchup, 9-9. And Miles uh, Michaelis, 9-2. Your projected uh, five or more um, team total runs only is looking at Houston and St. Louis, which I think then goes back to making Michaelis and McCullers interesting. So that might be some lineup stacks if you want to go St. Louis and Houston. But Bubba, what do you think uh, tonight as far as pitching? It could be DK FanDuel, lineup builders. How do you see it? Yeah, for DK, like McCullers is good. I think Carrasco could be a nice little pivot off McCullers going up against Pittsburgh. A lot of strikeouts in that lineup. I do have a question for you before I get into my bats, though. Talk to me about Dre Jameson. Okay, so you know what? That's funny. Uh, I forgot to put him on here, and I knew he was going to come up. So Dre Jamison, I mentioned um, the baby backs are coming. The Diamondbacks are bringing everybody up. Dre Jamison is going to be pitching for the Diamondbacks tonight. Super athletic pitcher, big fastball. That's his big play. He can dial it up high 90s. He's got a really solid changeup, throws a slider in there, and he started throwing like a two-seamer as well. So he can move around the plate. His problem is is consistency so he lit it up in double a this year he had like a two and a half era and i think it was over four starts then he went up into the pcl get lit up in the pcl so you've got to kind of watch out for that um i think it's great stuff i do think it's going to be relief long term but if he's any bit consistent tonight and hitters not seeing him before I think he could have a game. I yeah. I just don't know. I don't want to pull like because Tommy Henry had a fir- great first game. Ryan Nelson has had two. I think Dre is the most dangerous of all of them in that he could be the biggest strikeout guy, but he also could get lit up in one inning. So I think he's super super risky. All right, yeah, no, I, I like Dre at four K though. I think he's uh, SP two on DK, kind of like that. Ah, four K, okay. Yeah, obviously you mentioned the Houston St. Louis ones. The stack I like the most, though, because it's a tradition I like any other. Give me the D backs because we're fading Sean Manaya yet again. So, like, let's just roll 
beat up on Chaminaya. And um, they dropped a fly ball in front of home plate, so it should be an error on Grandal. Otherwise, see, I'm seeing it right now. It's in oh. play. Yep, it's a fielding error. They that call. is Dang that it. is horrific. Dang it, we didn't get the Ramirez one live. So uh, you had to remind someone. Remind me too. I gotta not be picking. I, I literally just go on to betting pros and the prop cheat sheet, and I like to. I like to back in the day when Joe was hosting, I would give you more of like my plays in this. I kind of like the idea of giving you what some of the generated plays are, but I didn't even look at the time on there. So that was my bet, but that would have been fun if he would have got a hit there. All good. All good in the hood. All right. So, um, Anything else on there? Any lineups that you want to be targeting? Uh, that's an interesting SB2 for DK. The D-backs, the D-backs for me. D-backs for Shamanaya all day long. Yeah. I mean, Jake McCarthy, whatever you can do. Yep. Yeah, Manaya's been poop over the four, yep. uh, over five. He's been ERA so far really, really bad. So you can go there. And if you want to get sneaky, I think that, that uh, attacking Dylan Bundy with Kansas City is in play as well. Okay. Uh, Corbin Carroll. Get Corbin Carroll yep. in there. I, yes. I like the stack on the, uh, the D-backs. Um, we have got... I think a few questions. Uh, if you guys have any, this is your chance to get in a few more. I've targeted a few. James had asked, where does Jeffrey Springs go in drafts next year? That's another one of those guys that um, if you look at algorithms as far as like it, all the sites calculate players differently. Yahoo's calculates a bit different, but boy, does he go way higher as far as what he performed on the year. Stat-wise, 2-4, 1-ERA, 8 wins, 124 strikeouts, a tiny little smidge over a one whip. What do you think? What's the general range of Springs? He's going to be – he's very, very good. And it's one of those, it's like, well, will the Rays finally let him go? Kind of like the Shane McClanahan. Then it's a whole other game. I'm not saying he's Shane McClanahan. I'm just talking about workload, usage. Um, I'd say he has the potential to be a top 40 pitcher, maybe top 30, but I'd say top 40 for sure. I think he's very, very good. It's just a caveat of what did the Rays actually do? I think he could get into the top 30 range next season. The plus is as far as pitch counts go, he has, okay, I'd have to do a quick math here. I mean, it looks like on average, he's averaged between 85 and 90 pitches a yep. game. His last two have been a little bit less. He had a short outing in Boston, but he went 97 against the Yankees on the second. In the month of August, four of his five starts were 85 pitches or more. So they really are letting the reins go a bit. And obviously he's going to have a whole bunch more innings under his belt this season. Cause his total, he's at 115 this year. You're probably going to end around what, like 130 maybe at best. And then next year you push him into the 150 to 70 range. I mean, he looks like he is on the drew Rasmussen McClanahan bus. Like he's just, he's going to be unloaded. So now they don't have to do these, you know, these opener situations. You're going to have like, you know, McClanahan and Rasmussen and Springs. I think they'll let him go. I think he has the potential because he's a high K guy too. Yeah, I agree. Like he's so, he's very, very good. I just, if they let him go, then it's all, all hands on deck. Yeah. Um, how about this? And I should have put that one up on the board. That was from James. Shout out to James. Uh, Quan versus IKF for steals for next week. Rest of the fantasy playoffs. Stephen Quan, by the way, I was actually shocked when I was re-going and looking at some numbers on the amount of steals he actually pulled up because he was one of those guys that, you know, it was kind of empty stats in general. And he's he's made do his fantasy value by having a good batting average, runs, and stolen bases. So instead of being a one-category guy, he really is like a three-category, not elite, but he's a three-category player now. IKF for Quan next week. Um, man, that's a tough one because Cleveland, it's all hit and miss, but Quan's been very, very good. I'm going to lean 
Quan just because I know he's going to lead off pretty much every day. IKF, he should play every day, but you never know. The Yankees do have depth there. So give me Stephen Quan in that conundrum. I agree with you on that one. I'm also going to go with Stephen Quan there. IKF's fine. They you know, they do have um, they do have a couple of the young kids that are looming around if they want to give him days and stuff. So I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go with Quan. I, I completely agree with you on that one. And there you go. A couple of questions. You guys can continuously drop that as we are ending out. I can star them through the show from the Peanuts of Cracker Jacks in the chat, and we can get those from you guys. So feel free in every episode, drop a few questions, and we will come back at the end to answer them. And maybe we can help you guys either in your next year prep or for your fantasy playoffs. That leads us finally to the home run call of the day. I hadn't even actually picked mine out of the gates, Bubba. So uh, let's hear from you first. What do you got on the home run call? As I said earlier, I want to fade Sean because That's a tradition unlike any other. Give me Christian Walker. Christian Walker going deep tonight. Love me some Christian Walker. Love the D-backs. Have some fun with that one. Ooh, now you're getting me kind of going here that I wonder, you know what? We're gonna go. We're gonna go with Rake. I'm going with Rake McCarthy, Jake nice. McCarthy tonight. I'm gonna play you on that one. I was tempted to go Corbin Carroll. I also think on the Padres side, I wouldn't be surprised if Dre Jamison gives up a little bit. But you know, I know I'm playing both sides of the plate. But don't be surprised if Dre Jamison comes out first game hot because that is a possibility. This is a four pitch repertoire. It's a good changeup. It's a slider. He's technically they got a slider curveball that's in there. He can play all sides of the plate. He throws it really, really hard. It's all going to be about his command. If he's on, dude might strike out eight tonight. But I don't know if that's going to be working long term because I do believe Dre is going to be more of a closer long term. Uh, but I will go with McCarthy. I like your play. Uh, I don't know if I see any others. Wonky, literally, as we were speaking, just put on Nolan Arenado. So those are the home run calls. We will see what your guys' is, is next episode because you guys made no movement on the board. Uh, as I mentioned, I didn't really give you the leaders, but Cat Fox is still at 53. Top Dog, L Scale is 51. High Cubby and D Blum at 50 in cards. Uh, Go Cards is at 49, trying to uh, make a little bit of movement here. So that's what the leaderboard looks like on the home run calls. Bubba, what do you got going on, my friend? What's going down? The usual fun and things. Got written content at a few different websites, but more importantly, Bench with Bubba coming at you a couple times a week. Uh, Thursday night, Bubba in the Bloom. Going to have some fun looking at some relief pitching targets late in the season to help pad your stats. That'll be one topic we'll uh, be covering. Got an MLB DFS quick hits Monday through Friday as well to preview the DraftKings slate for the day. But other than that, check me out on Twitter at BDentric, and I'll see you again next week. That's right. We will actually, yeah, we'll be here. It'll be beautiful. Uh, you guys can catch in the Sleek Fantasy Baseball podcast, Pogman and I doing a full breakdown for the weekend. I've got a Prospect One show, my Prospect show, if you guys don't know about that, coming up on Friday with James Anderson. We're going to be breaking down the minor league season, some of the biggest prospects, doing kind of a full throttle through that. And if you guys dig uh, any of the other sports on twitch.tv slash in this league, Bogman and I will be doing live streaming for Thursday Night Football. We'll be playing a little bit of Madden before we'll play the Thursday night game and we'll be just hanging with everybody and having fun if you want to check that out and find me on Twitter at is it the Welsh friendos thank you so much for hanging out with us peanuts and cracker jacks are the best that is you guys and we will be back again tomorrow Chris Clegg in the house with me as we'll end out the week for Bubba I am Welsh let's go do it let's go Jose Ramirez let's get a hit even though we were super late all right bye friends <laughs> <laughs>